Amen. Well, we're, we're continuing tonight about a series called Faith in God. And Jesus said, have faith in God. Should we have faith in God? Huh? Say this with me. Have faith, have faith in, God. in God. Say it again. Have faith, have faith in, God. in God. One more time. Have faith, have faith in, God. in God. Amen. So as I was thinking about this, you know, he didn't say what to have faith. He said, you know, have faith in who? God. Amen. A lot of people have faith in and, and creeds and, and doctrines and all kinds of other things. But he said, Jesus said, have faith in God. So should we have faith in God? Yes. Amen. And so I want to go to Mark chapter 11, verse 22. It's a foundation scripture that we've been reading. And it says, and Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Jesus said it. So if Jesus said it, then we ought to have faith in God. Amen? Amen? Turn with me, if you would, to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Y'all just bear with me. I'm going to build a foundation here. 2 Timothy and verse... Uh, Chapter 2 Timothy, uh, chapter 1, verse 12. Now, this is Paul speaking. He says, For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against this day. So here, Paul is talking. He's writing this, this letter to Timothy. This is one of the last letters that he's going to be writing to Timothy. And Paul is in prison, y'all. And Paul is getting ready to be put to death. In other words, Paul got a death sentence. And so Paul writes this from prison. He says, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Paul said, I'm not ashamed because I'm in here. I don't care where you're at today in life, you ought not be ashamed. Why? Because you know whom you believe in. Amen? And then he said, for I know whom I have believed. Is this a faith word? Paul got confidence. He said, I know whom I believe in. And, and he said, and am persuaded. This word persuaded right here, it means to trust. It means to have confidence, and it also means to be confident. You could read it like this. For I know whom I have believed am, and, and am confident, huh? Come on. That he is able to keep that which I have committed. This word committed is another faith word. We're talking about faith in God. 
So let me ask you this. Faithful, does that describe a committed individual? Faithful. It does, doesn't it? So here we're talking about committed. Committed is a word uh, that uh, we use to, to, to describe faithfulness. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. I'm just kind of teaching right now, and I'm, later on I'm going to get going, and, and so y'all just bear with me. All right? All right. Go. Now, now, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 defines faith. Okay? Hebrews 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, we've seen this preached on substance many different ways, but the word I want to use here is confidence. In a lot of other translations, this word substance in the Greek means confidence. You could read it like this. Now faith is the confidence, huh, of things hoped for. Oh, I feel my helper now, y'all. I feel it. Now, this word hope, it's not the same word that we use in modern day usage or vernacular where we say, well, I sure hope so. Uh, Or we might say, well, I I think so. Uh, I want it to be that way. This is not what this word means. This word hope here means to expect. Huh? This word here means expect or an expectance. That's what he says here. So you, you could read this scripture here. Uh, now faith is the confidence of things expected. Huh? Now, you, now I want y'all to, I'm going to give you three words that describes faith. The first word is confidence. I want y'all to hold on to these three words that describes faith. The first one is confidence. Okay? And the second word that I'm going to be talking about is conviction or convince. He say that, that, that hope is, is, is for the evidence of things not seen. This word evidence, uh, another word for that is conviction. A uh, 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 Greek word for evidence is conviction or convince. Amen? And so we look at it like this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence or conviction of things not seen. Now let me ask you this. How many of you believe that heaven is real? You all believe that. How many of you believe that God is there? Huh? That's what this word evidence is. You're convinced that heaven is real. Huh? You're convinced that God is there and that heaven is real. You're convinced of that. So the second word is conviction or convince. These are words that describe faith. Now, I want to keep going on 2 Timothy chapter uh, 1, verse 12, where he says, 
For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed. That's the third word that describes faith, committed. All right? So we can say faith is confidence in God. We can say that faith is conviction or convinced of God. And the third one is faith is committed to God. Huh? Amen? So let's go to Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6. It says, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm until the end, is he talking about faith here? Obviously, huh? What do fast mean? Fast means locked or, or, or clenched. That's what it means. Hold fast to the confidence, okay? Hebrews 4.14 says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest. Who is this great high priest? That is passed into the heavens. Now it's going to tell us. Jesus, huh? The Son of God, let us hold fast, there that word is, to our profession or confession. Don't let go of your confession. Hold fast to it. We're talking tonight about have faith in God. Some of you is wondering, well, what is this subject? I'm going to tell you in a minute. <laughs> yes. Now, we're, we're, now, I'm going to read Hebrews 10, 23. Now, this is leading up to the great faith chapter, Hebrews 11 and 1. It's leading up there. Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession or confession of our faith without wavering. There it is. I'm talking tonight to you about faith that won't let go. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Faith that won't let go. Hold on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, let us hold fast the profession or confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And that's another message by itself, he that promised. Hebrews 10.35 says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. There's one of the uh, words that I chose to describe faith, confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Will it pay off when you hold on and don't let go? Huh? Will it? Hold on. Don't let go. And I'm going to show you in the Bible of a lady that was holding on. I'm, you're going to see this more clearly as I, as I keep going. So just say this. Hold on. Don't turn loose. See, some of you in here, somebody in here right now been thinking about giving up. Huh? You've you been holding on and holding on. Lord, when you going to... When, when, when am I going to get my breakthrough? When, when is it going to happen, Lord? I, I, I'm holding on. When is my breakthrough going to come? And you're at that verge of giving up. But I come tonight to tell you, hold on. on Don't let go. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got to live this thing by faith. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. You got to live it by faith, ladies and gentlemen. Habakkuk 2.4 says, The just shall live 
by faith. Amen. Huh? Romans 1, 7 says that the just shall live by faith. And then Galatians 3 and 11 says that the just shall live by faith. Well, in Hebrews 6, it says that without faith, mm, glory to God, it is impossible, what? To please God. Amen. Huh? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Glory to God. And I'm going to show you something that you can turn back and then have God be not pleased with you turning back. I'll show you that in the scripture, in the word. Verse 36 says, for you have need of patience. This word patience is assurance. For you have need of patience that, you, that after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Verse 37, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now watch this. Now, now the just shall live by faith. Watch this. But if any man draw back, oh, glory to God. If any man draw back, God has no pleasure in him. What are you saying? If, if you was living by faith and you say, well, you know, this faith stuff, it's a fad, it's just a movement, that ain't for me, and you draw back, the Bible says that God have no uh, pleasure in you, huh? Amen. When you draw back. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. Would that be, would, is that what we just read? Amen. If you don't have faith, then according to Scripture, it's impossible to please God. Are we just teaching a little bit tonight? Huh? Y'all getting this? Yes, sir. Glory to God. Now, this is leading up to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, let's go down to verse 32. Hebrews 11 and 32. Y'all stay with me. What shall I say more, more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of, da of David also and Samuel and of the priests, or prophets. What, what is he saying? If I told you about all the peoples of faith, I wouldn't have enough time. I'd run out of time. I, I can't tell you of all the people of faith. Amen. Then verse 33, he says, who through faith subdued kingdoms? Now, if you go back and start coming down and reading it, most of the verses say, by faith, by faith. So you could read this like this. By faith, he subdued kingdoms. By faith, worked righteousness. By faith, obtained promises. By faith, stopped the mouths of lions. Who stopped the mouths of lions? Daniel. How did he do it? By faith. He believed that God would protect him, didn't he? Huh? By faith. Amen. Well, let me ask you this. The same faith, is it working for us today, right now? That this same faith that we're talking about, right now? Verse 34. 
By faith, quenched the violence of fire. By faith, escaped the edge of the sword. By faith, out of weakness, were made strong. By faith, that waxed valiant in fight. By faith, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Now, verse 35. By faith, women received their dead, raised to life again. Glory to God. By faith. Now, that's what I want to deal with. By faith, women receive the dead raised again. Huh? Faith that won't let go. Come on, y'all. You see this? Faith that won't let go. Hold on. (laughs) I'm talking to somebody. Hold on. Don't let go. Go with me to 2 Kings in chapter 4. Tell me what faith is, the three C's. Confidence in, come on, convinced of, and committed to. All right? 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. And, he, and she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a, an holy man of God, which passes by us continually. Let us make a little chamber. Let, what is a little chamber? And today we would think about a little chamber as an addition, an add-on, a, a bedroom. See? Now, now watch what she said. She said, let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in here. Now, this woman, she said, I perceive that this is a man of God. And she wanted to be a blessing to him. Now, think about it. She had to believe in prosperity in order to build on an addition. Think about today, your house. If you add a room on, it's going to cost you some money, ain't it, Barbara? Glory to God. It's going to cost you. So she had to get some money from somewhere. She told her husband, look, let's let's build a a, a room for, for the man of God. I perceive that this is a man of God. Let's do something for him. See, she got into wanting to help the man of God. And you're going to see when, when you get into doing something for the kingdom of God, when you get into doing something for the man of God, then God get busy in you, wanting to do something for you. And I want you, I want you to see this. Hold on. Say, hold on. Don't let go. Oh, glory to God. Verse 11. And it fell on a day that he came there, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. She came in and she stood up before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is it to be done for thee? Now, he's he telling Gehazi, now you asked the woman, what is it that we can do for her? She did all this for us. What is it that we can do for her. See, 
And so, listen what she said. Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. He asked her, now, would, would you have me to talk to the king or the captain of the host for you? What, what do you want me to do for you? What, what is it? She said, I dwell among my own. I'm fine. Everything's all right. I'm good. So was this a woman that was doing something for the man of God in order to receive something? No, she wasn't doing it. She was just doing it because he was a man of God. I believe that she had saw the prophet doing things, and, and every time he was just traveling, she wanted to just put him up. She wanted to do something good for him. When you get involved in God's business, God get involved in your business. Huh? See what I'm saying? When you get involved in God's business, then God will get involved in your business. Huh? All right. Y'all, y'all still with me? Hold on. Don't let go. Glory to God. Verse 14. And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily she has no child and her husband is old. See, they've been coming there for a while, so they, they picked up on this. You know, she ain't got any children. Her husband is old. Maybe they, they may have been tried, had tried to have some and couldn't. I don't know. And then verse 15, and he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. She came and she stood in the door. And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie to thine handmaid. Why did she tell the man of God, don't lie to me? That's what she was saying. Look here, man of God, don't lie, don't lie to me. <laughs> That's what she said. Didn't we read it? That's what she said. Look at her, man of God. Preacher, don't lie to me. Huh? That's what she said. Let's keep reading. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elijah had said unto her according to the time of life. The next verse she had conceived. But I asked myself this question. Why did she say, man of God, don't lie to me? I imagine because she had tried to conceive and have children before and she couldn't. And she, had, you know, was very uh, disappointed. She, you know, some people try to have children and can't and they get depressed, you know, depression set in and, and things. So she couldn't have him. She didn't want him to lie to her because she'd all probably already been hurt. So the Bible said that, the verse 17, and the woman conceived and bear a son at that season that Elijah had said unto her, according to the time of life. Verse 18, and when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father, uh, to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. That sounds just like a bunch of y'all men. <laughs> uh, that's me too, y'all. Come on now. I got you laughing. That's all good enough. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, and then he died. Oh, glory to God. And then he died. At that moment, that mother could have started crying and weeping and yelling out loud and causing commotion, people coming from everywhere. What's wrong? My baby done died. But she didn't do that. Y'all stay with me. 
She didn't do it. Mm. And when he had taken him, now verse 21, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. How many mothers would have done that? Took your dead child and laid him in the preacher's bed that's staying at your house. Well, see, she did that and she went and closed the door. She didn't allow fear to set in. Huh? Y'all with me? And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. Now watch what the husband said. And he said, Wherefore will thou go to him today? In other words, what the husband said, Why are you going to see the man of God today? <laughs> That's what he asked him. Where are you going today to see the man of God? He said, it is neither new, new moon or Sabbath. And she said, it shall be well. Today we'll say, all is well. She could have told her husband, man, your baby is up there in the bed, dead. But she didn't need that, Trey. She didn't need no unbelief, no doubt. She was holding on to what she believed in. Are y'all getting this? She was holding on. She didn't go call nobody to come and pray and, and do nothing. She had faith. I got to get to the man of God. And if I can get to the man of God, then I know that my baby will be raised from the dead. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Verse uh, 23. She said, and he said, no, verse 24, I'm sorry. Then she saddled an ass or donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid you. She said, Now you drive this donkey, Stuart. <laughs> you driving. And don't you slow down for me, except I tell you to slow down. You driving. So she got on that donkey, and I can see her now. You know, I, every time I've been studying, I can just see her just bouncing around. I, I thought about you when I thought about the woman on the donkey. <laughs> Glory to God. I can you see her just now faith that won't let go. She going to the man of God. Amen. And verse 25. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off. What that make you think of? Afar off. That he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her, and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Here, here Gehazi running out to meet her, and, and, and here, here her and the servant on the donkey, and she told him, Don't slow down, keep going. All is well, keep going, keep going, don't slow down. She wouldn't slow down. She wasn't about to let go. And, and I imagine she just blew right by him, boom. All is well, and, and, and she didn't even stop. Just told him all is well and kept going. And, and, and let's look at this. This, this is good, y'all. It says, and when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away, and the man of God said, let her alone. Gehazi came, she went and ran, and she made it to, to the man of God and fell at his feet, and, and here come uh, Gehazi, and he's trying to pull her off. And, and the man of God said, let her alone. Let her alone. Why did, why did he say that? 
It says, for her soul is vexed within her, and the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me. I got a question. Was Elijah a man of God? Was he a seer? He saw things. Yes, he did. Did he know everything? No. He did not know everything. God had not showed him this. Huh? God had not showed him this, and he didn't know. Let's keep reading. And then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Did I, did I not tell you I didn't want a child? Didn't I tell you not to deceive me? And now he gets it. He gets it. He just think about, oh, the child is dead. He, 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 he gets it. Then he said to Gehazi, gird up thy loins and take my staff in thine hand and go thy way. If you meet any man, salute him not. If any salute you, answer him not. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. He told him, look, you get this staff and you go to that, that house and you lay this staff on the face of that baby. And if somebody come up to salute you, 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 don't, you don't say nothing to them. Don't greet them. Keep going. And if they try to say something to you, don't say nothing. Just keep going. That's what he was telling him. Don't, don't stop to say nothing to nobody. Keep going. Glory to God. Verse 30. And the mother of the child said, mm. As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. And he rose and followed her. She, she didn't care about him going later steps. She said, no, I'm not leaving you. As, as sure as my soul lives, your soul lives, I'm not leaving you. I'm staying with you. Faith, mm, glory to God, that won't let go. She wasn't about to let go. She said, no, uh-uh. As sure, oh, glory to God, as glory to God, as sure as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, I'm not leaving I'm not. I'm holding on. I'm staying right here with you. And what did he say? Glory to God. And so, verse 30, 31, And Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff upon the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore, he went again to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awake child dead. Hmm? Verse 32, and, and when Elijah was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. And he went in therefore and shut the door upon them too and prayed unto the Lord. See, sometimes we don't need to run to your buddies and, and, and tell our buddies what's going on. Sometimes all you need to do is run to the Lord and tell the Lord your problem. Huh? You don't need to go around telling everybody what you're going through. Go to God. Huh? Go to God and tell God what your problem is. Why am I running and telling you? And hey, you can't do nothing about my problem. Huh? But make it work. And then sometimes we go and tell our friend, well, if I were you, this is what I would do but you ain't got the problem that I got, so it ain't you, see? So we got to be careful about this, y'all. Huh? 
It says, and when Elijah was coming to the house, behold, the child was laid dead and laid upon his bed. And he went to end up for and shut the door upon the two and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands and stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Oh, so now that dead body done got warm, y'all. See, life coming back to me. That body done got warm. But, but, but my question was, why did the man of God do what he did? I believe that God had showed him this because this wasn't something that you normally do. You just walk in and, in the name of Jesus, arise. That's what they would have done, huh? But he didn't. Because he was a seer, I believe God had showed him something. See, when you get busy with God's business, God will get busy in your business. Remember what, what the woman said? Let's build this man a, a, a room and give him a bed and a table and a stool and candlelight. She, she was looking out for the man of God that touched God's heart. Amen. Huh? She touched God. And now we see how she touched him. Oh, glory to God. It says, and he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands and stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the, of the child waxed warm. Then he turned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him and the child sneezed seven times. He's breathing. Now he's exhaling, huh? He sneezed, Huh? Glory to God. And the child opened his eyes. Somebody that was dead opened his eyes. Hold on. Don't let go. Glory to God. Huh? Hold on. Don't let go. God can raise those dead situations. Huh? This woman wasn't going to let go. Now watch this. Glory to God. Glory to God. Verse 36. And he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her, and when she was come in, in unto him, he said, take up thy son. Then she went in and fell at his feet, huh? And bowed her head, herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. Went out. Faith that won't let go. I shout out our both coaches. Faith that won't let go. See, some of y'all in here need to hold on. Quit crying about everything. Go and tell them people all your business because that's why you're, you're not getting your prayers answered. You don't have faith. Huh? If you have faith, you trust God. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to hold on to God, Stuart. I remember when I had my accident, they were going to tell my wife, well, he may not walk. I'm not believing that. God said that by stripes I'm healed. And so I'm taking what the word of God says, and I'm standing on the word of God. God, you said that I will walk again. You said I'm healed. I believe that. I wasn't going to take that. Huh? I'm walking, Anna. Huh? Am I walking? I said, am I walking? I wasn't going to let go. I, I wasn't going to let go. I wasn't going to lay down. I knew God had a call on my life to preach the gospel, and I told God, I said, God, I said, you haven't called me to have a bedside ministry. Yeah. 
I can't preach from the bed, God. And if you call me to preach, you got to raise me up. Well, he did it. By faith. Huh? This is God, y'all. Huh? Oh, glory to God. Can y'all stand another one? I got a little more time. Oh, glory to God. Tell me what faith is, the three C's. Confidence in, huh? Convinced of, and what? Committed to. There you go. You got to be committed to God. Huh? You got to be committed to God. We come to church together to hear stories like this, hear testimonies of how God is doing, working in people's lives together. You know, we'll sit at home and we'll watch TV five and six hours and stay at home and say, well, why y'all going down there? They hold too long for me. Two hours, ooh, that's too long to be in church for me. You know, two hours, oh, no. But what did God say in Hebrews 10? Forsaking not the, the assembling, huh, of yourselves together as such as the man of some is. When I got hurt, my wife will tell you, she asked me, she said, baby, you want to go to church? I, I should have stayed at home. But I was taught that if I could get to the house of God, I wouldn't leave the same way I came. And I was coming in here on these walkers, and, and sometimes I'd be crying. I, I, I didn't care who saw me. I didn't care if you seen me. I, I'm trying to get myself up and, so I can take care of my family. And I'm walking on this walker, man, and I'm crying, Trey, and coming down the aisle. Every time they call prayer, I'm coming down on that walker. I shouldn't be here. Got hit by a car doing 70 miles an hour, according to the police report, when he hit me. 70 miles an hour. How many people get hit by a car and live to tell about it? Huh? God kept me here for a reason. And I want to do, be about the Father's business, huh? All I got to do is say, God, use me, and God will do the rest. Huh? Glory to God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 15, verse 22. You're going to see another story. Glory to God. Verse 22, Matthew 15, 22. It says, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil, but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Excuse me. In other words, crieth. She continually been crying after them. She, she didn't just come one time. She was ten, continually crying after Jesus, continually. Amen. Verse 24 says, But he answered and said, I am not sent unto, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I'm not sent for you. That's what he was telling them. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Oh, my God. What did he say that for? Some of y'all would have said, dog? Who you calling a dog, preacher? A dog? I know y'all Jews. Huh? Y'all Jews ain't no better than we are. Now, she was a Syrophoenician woman. See, so salvation wasn't for them. Huh? But this woman, she wouldn't let go, Trey. Faith 
Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. That won't let go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then came she and worshiped him, saying, well, back up verse 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. Come on. But, but, but he answered and said, Is it not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dog? And she said, Truth, Lord. That's right. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which, fell, which fall from their master's table. She said, Yeah, Lord. We're talking about faith that won't let go. This woman could have got mad at Jesus. Who you calling a dog? And left her mad and, and daughter wouldn't have got healed. Huh? But she said, yeah, Lord. She stood, stayed there. And watch what Jesus said. Great is thy faith. Huh? Great is your faith. Glory to God. Then, verse 28, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. This woman could have got upset and left, and her daughter never got healed. But she had faith that would not let go. She was holding on to what she believed. Even though it wasn't meant for her, she got it anyhow. Huh? She got it anyway. It wasn't meant for her, but she got it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What about the men that had their friend that was on, on the bed, the four men, four men, and they went to the house where Jesus was, was, was having a meeting? And the Bible said that they went there and, and say it was packed, man, parking lot packed. Every cars everywhere, donkeys and horses everywhere. They couldn't get in. Went to the front door, they couldn't get in. They went to the side, they couldn't get in. Went to the back door, they couldn't get in. But they were determined. Faith, mm, they won't let go. They could have just said, see, some of y'all would have turned around and said, well, I'm going home, I can't get in, I ain't got no chair, and I ain't sitting out in this heat, I'm going home. Huh? <laughs> Hey, that's what some of y'all would have said. I'm going home. But faith that won't let go. They stayed there. They said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How can we get in? And somebody must have looked up and said, well, let's go on top of the building. And the Bible said they went up on the top of the roof and tore the roof off. And I imagine the preachers and, and all of the Pharisees and Sadducees and doctors of the law, all of them sitting in there and shingles and plaster and everything hitting in their head. What's going on? And all of a sudden, they start lowering him down through the hole, letting him down. Little by little, they letting him down. Little by little, he going down. Is he down yet? No, keep going. Is he down? No. And then he get on down and he look over and they say, look at Jesus and say, hey, Jesus. And they letting him down. <laughs> they letting him down. And Jesus look up and the Bible say, and he saw their faith. How many of you know faith sees? How many of you know faith sees? Huh? He said he saw their faith and they let him down in there where they was having this meeting at. And that man, he got up off of that bed and he walked out of that church as a healed man. He got up and took his bed and walked out. Huh? 
Come on now. You got to get this. I want you to see this. Faith that won't let go. They were determined. I imagine while they were taking him up there, man, I, I, I believe he's saying, now look at him, man, I don't care what y'all do, but don't, don't drop me. I'm already paralyzed. This line to kill me. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't, don't, don't drop me. Just get me up there. Get me up there, because if you drop me, I'm already paralyzed, and I fall wrong, I'm dead. But he wanted to get there. Huh? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, y'all, are y'all getting this? Faith that won't let go. Don't, don't let go. I don't care what the doctors have told you. Don't let go. Hold on. Hold on. I don't care what your financial situation looks like. Hold on. Don't let go. Hold on. Come on now. Yeah, you got a marriage. Your marriage is shaking. Hold on. Don't let go. I don't care what it looks like. Family telling you should have been the left of no good rascal. He ain't no good anyway. Hold on. Huh? If God ain't told you to leave, don't leave. God can fix it. God can turn him around. Amen. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. He turned me around. Huh? I'm not ashamed of who I am or what I was. See, God, God looking at, at, at for people that would be used by him. God has a plan and a purpose for you. Huh? And he said, and it's good and not evil. God, you want to use me? What, what can I do? Huh? Use me. Glory to God. I, I remember when I came to this church, I had no idea I would be here preaching. I had no idea. But I remember when I first came, I was sitting over here, me and Rochelle. And then all of a sudden, old Stuart, him and Isabel were sitting over here. And he said, come over here and sit with us. And so I would come and sit with Stuart and Isabel. And uh, Stuart, me and Stuart hit it off. And, and uh, he would always tell me to come and sit with him. And, and I would. See, but God was orchestrating a move for me. God is orchestrating your move, but it's going to come through your commitment, your faithfulness. Huh? It's going to come through your faithfulness. Yeah, I know we can watch uh, 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 these services at home, on, online and everything, but God said, forsake not huh? the assembling of yourselves together for such of the manner of some years. Yeah, you can stay at home, but, but it's better when we come together and we pull on one another. Come on, y'all. Do y- do y- are y'all getting this? Huh? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Have faith in God. Have faith in who? In God. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the doctor done said. I don't care what your boss man done said. Have faith in God. Huh? God. God will do the impossible. Huh? I said, God can do the impossible. When I look in here and I see people sitting around, I think about all the testimonies of how God brought them back. Brought them all the way to Texas to be here. How God did. Not not, not nobody else, but God. I said, but God. Huh? Can y'all stand one more? What about the woman with the issue of blood? What about her? Faith. Mm. Say say that. Faith. Faith. That won't let go. <laughs> oh, glory to God. That woman that had the issue of blood, I, I imagine she had some friends talking to her, Deborah. 
Girl, don't you go out there. You know them folks out there. They, you ain't supposed to be out there, and you go out there, and, and they'll end up stoning you. You know they can kill you. Don't go out there. But that woman, she was determined. She was determined. Even, mm, glory to God, if it costs me my life, I'm going. I know that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She didn't care what was going on around her. Faith that won't let go. The Bible says, and she pressed her way through the crowd, and she made it to him, and, and she touched him. And Jesus said, who touched me? And the disciples said, Lord, say, what do you mean who touched you? All these people thronging you, and you talking about who touched you? He said, no, this touch, it wasn't just an average touch. I felt power leave out of me. Somebody made a demand on my ability. Who was it? Huh? Come on now. Come on. See? And the Bible says the woman, she fell, fearing and trembling, told him all that had happened. And he told the woman, go. Thy faith has made you whole. She left her heel and praising God. I hope somebody got this tonight. I hope you got this tonight. I, I hope you got this faith that won't let go. What is it you need in God to do in your life? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't let go. Don't let go. Do you trust him? Do you trust him? He haven't brought you this far to let you go. Huh? He haven't let you go. Oh, no, God have not let you go. Hold on. Don't turn loose. Jesus said, the just shall live by faith. This was not a suggestion. This was a command. Huh? It was a command that we are to live by faith. I was just praying today. And I'm getting ready to close. I was praying today. I said, Lord, I said, you know I'm going to Africa and I'm believing for some more finances. I need some more money to be able to go. And I said, you told me that you will supply all my needs. That's what I told him. I said, thank you, Lord, that all my needs are supplied. I believe I receive. I take it by faith. Now. Now, faith that won't let go. I had a gentleman walk up and put some money in my hand tonight. Faith that won't let go. Y'all receive that tonight? All right, amen. Well, I thank you for allowing me to be able to teach. You know, um, I tell people all the time, we don't need all of the, the preaching. We don't, I mean, preaching, you know, you lead up and, and, and you're feeling good and you haven't gotten anything. Well, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. For me, I would go to church and, man, them preachers be hooping and squalling and, and the keyboard rocking and, man, they banging and they rolling. They had it going on and you up there just praising the Lord and everything and then you leave and you get out on the parking lot. 
and then the urges come back to you, Stuart. That urge to use. Oh man, I just left praising God. I ain't. I, why? Because we don't have nothing inside, no substance, yeah, to keep us, huh, from going back to them old ways. See, I didn't have nothing. I, I just had a feeling. Oh, am I talking to anybody? Y'all understand what I'm saying? But the Bible says that the word of God is life to those that find what? Them. Find the word. When you get this word down here, down on the inside of you, then no devil in hell can come against you. That word is what kept me. The word of God is why I'm standing before you today. Amen. Amen. You got to get in the word, y'all. Huh? You got to get in this word. And we talked about faith, and I, I just got to say this. Well, some of you might say, well, preacher, you've been preaching, and it's all good, and I mean, I, I like that. He said, but, but how do I get faith? How do I get it? Well, Romans 12, 3 says that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. You have faith in you right now. Now, it's how you develop it. Amen. See, Brother Jerry got faith, but he'd been living by faith for 48 years. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And I'm, everything he say, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm like, God, you said now, you're not a respecter of person. If it works for him, it'll work for me. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to imitate huh, what he's doing, Stuart. If it worked for him and God not a respectable person, if I do it, then it ought to work for me. Huh? Can I tell you what? God meeting my need. I ain't begging nobody for nothing. But you know, in order for God to get whatever it is that you need to you, he have to use somebody. Huh? So we got to believe God for what we want. So what we're going to do, we're going to get the word of God and we're going to stay on it. We're going to stand on it. We're going to stand on this word. I know this is kind of off, but if you're not a tither, tithe. Because if you're a tither, then you can go to God and hold God at his word. Because God said, I watch over my word to perform it. Huh? God, God said, I'm not a man that I should lie. Huh? And, and neither is the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it and shall he not do it? Huh? Come on, y'all. Y'all got to get this. Oh, glory to God. Father God, we just thank you tonight. Thank you for your word, God. I thank you. Father, I delivered your word the way you told me to deliver it, God. And Father, I thank you for these, your precious people, God. I believe that they receive now by faith. And Father, we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. I give you praise, honor, and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Come on, Joseph. Glory to God.